Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Lios Enchim Anyavu. Greetings, everyone. May the Creator bless you all. And welcome to my podcast, The Good Do E Medicine Podcast. I'll be your host, Pete Rodriguez. All my native people stand We are already on episode number 15. Let me make sure I got that right. Yes, episode number 15. And, oops, sorry about that. I'm trying something new here. Um, I'm recording a little bit of video content also to put on YouTube. The podcast so you can see, you know, put a face uh, to the voice. And also, I'm just making like a little test run so we can um, also, when um, in the future episodes i can also record the the episode on video as well that way we can uh, bring some of that video and audio content and post it on youtube so this is sort of a little test to see how that's going to turn out so this is my first test so we'll see how it goes and i'm just recording it on an iphone an old iphone that i have but thank you for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for subscribing also as well. And welcome to my home little studio here we have here in Tucson, Arizona. I set up this temporary little table here in my in my office and I like it. I like the vibe. I I I have to feel comfortable where I'm at, you know, speaking to you and again, thank you. I hope you you find value in the content and the uh, the things we talk about here on this podcast. So and I feel really comfortable being here, um, sitting here in this office with this table, with this lighting. I like it. I'm looking outside. I have a window right in front of me right now. The sun went down. It's pretty dark outside, but I can see a lot of vehicles passing by, zooming by. Oh. They drive way too fast, in my opinion. But um, I'm looking at some um things um on my Facebook page, Yaki Community News, and I'm pretty interesting. I I posted another um update on that page called Res Cafe, respectable, engaging, and safe. Res R E S, and it looks like it's a sort of like a forum. We want to hear your voices and uh, some of the topics that are including. I'm hoping to make it to this Res Cafe, R-E-S Cafe. It's coming up on Tuesday, December 10th, um, next week. So I'm going to be at a training actually in here in Tucson. It's going to be, we're going to be training actually on the six cultural service standards that I've been speaking a lot about lately on the podcast and on social media as well. And we're going to be teaching a group of people here in Tucson at the um, the resort here, the um, JW Merritt, right here at uh, at the um, Star Pass. That's what it's called. It's a long day. Let me drink some some of my coffee here. Ah, good Circle K coffee. I usually like to go to Starbucks. That's my 
my number one. I love going to Starbucks, but um, I was kind of in a rush, so I just stopped right here down the street at my local Circle K, which is good. I like their coffee. It, it, it's 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 actually really good. Let me take off the lid here. But it's really good. They've uh, they've improved a lot, so I really like it. Ah, good coffee. Dui, good coffee. And also, I was listening to another podcast, and we'll get back to the uh, Res Cafe. But um, it was interesting today. I listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of other people speaking about you know certain um, topics related to Native American, Indigenous people and one of them was about losing our languages the, our indigenous languages so rapidly so and it was really interesting i forgot what the what the podcast there actually it was a piece of a ted talk and it was really it was about losing their languages and one gentleman he said um just to um now we have the power of social media to to uh, put out, um, to teach our languages, whether it's um, native language or some other languages, not to lose them. And now we have the power of social media and podcasting to put our our language and teach and just talk about, just speak the language, you know, just speak the language and don't let it die out. And now we have video, YouTube, we have social media, we have podcasts. So hopefully I'm going to enter integrate a lot more of the our language the yaki language and yoeme language i'm going to integrate it a little bit more into this podcast so stay tuned for more of the language and i'll speak more about that so keche alea how are you it means keche alea how are you doing hope everyone had a good thanksgiving and i personally i think i talked about it i was going to touch about it i don't um really observe the Thanksgiving holiday and the reasons there's a lot of reasons I'm vegan first of all we don't eat any animal products we don't eat any meat fish chicken meat any at all no animal products so that's part of the reason I don't observe Thanksgiving another reason is the colonialism and the whole fake Thanksgiving thing so that's a little bar- bit of part of it. I'm not going to go in too much about that because I don't want to, you know, project that, you know, whatever. You, you you can celebrate your Thanksgiving with your family and friends, have the traditional Thanksgiving. No judgment. That's fine with me. But that's the way I live. And also do it to reflect, to, to meditate, to think, and also to um, remember all of the people that are that were affected by colonialism and the people that are suffering right now in the South American countries, Bolivia, for example, all of the people that are affected by the border, this administration, the people that are, you know, suffering. So I take that time to reflect, to think, to meditate, and to be thankful in my own way. And I do not eat or observe or do anything i fast from the night before i have my last meal to the day after thanksgiving then i have my meal so all i drink is coffee in the morning 
Ah, good circle K coffee. Then I'll have water during the rest of the day. I might have a cup of coffee. This is like the third year I'm doing this. I might have a cup of coffee maybe towards the evening just to relax. And that's all I'll do. Uh, I'll help out the family. I'll feed our family if they want to observe a Thanksgiving dinner type, you know, observance. I'll do that. I'll cook a little bit. That's what I did for my family, for my mom and dad. My mala, mom, my dad, achai, and I'll do that for them. Other than that, I just um, just reflect, remember, I just uh, kick back, I do a little bit of meditation, I like doing yoga, I did tai chi today, it's very relaxing, so that's what I do during Thanksgiving, and I think that's what I'm going to be doing for from now on. Um, so today, well, this Thanksgiving was a 24-hour fast, so that went really well, felt really good, I felt like I could keep going, so... Next year, I'm going to challenge myself and try to do 48-hour fast during that time period. But we'll see how it goes. But going back to the updates, see the Res Cafe coming up on Tuesday, December 10th from 6 to 8 p.m. We're going to be teaching the uh, six cultural standards to a group here at the JW Marriott here in Tucson. But as soon as that's done, I think I'm going to go over there and maybe we will uh, do an update on this because the topics are really interesting. One of them that caught my eye, it's it's legalizing medical or medicinal marijuana on the Pascua Yaqui Reservation. That should be a very interesting topic worth going to this, um, to this, uh, it's like a forum. And the second topic is public health emergency preparedness. I, I, I did a lot of training back in the, back in the day, so to speak, on emergency preparedness. So this is a topic that I'm really interested in as well. So, Let's see if I can uh, attend after our training to this presentation, the Rest Cafe, hearing our voices. So this is on our main page if you want to check out the flyer. It's Tuesday, December 10th at the Wellness Center here in Tucson on the reservation at the Azul Room. Another update, since it's the December, Christmas, you know, giving there's a couple of, uh, we had an update also of the, um, there's the Pascuayaki Tribe Charitable Organization. It's started, and I posted it. It's a nonprofit organization started here at the tribe. I'm going to be more involved in this PYT charitable organization. Like I said, it was started by the Pascuayaki uh, Tribe. It's run by a couple of, um, tribal members here and it's a nonprofit, like I said and they do a lot of work with a um, there's several I'll probably make another episode podcast just on the Pascuaki Tribe Charitable Organization but they um, take donations 
They have a website. It just went live maybe like two weeks ago. You can click on what would you, the category you would like to donate. For instance, uh, if you want to support cultural language and history preservation, education, food security, um, arts and music, sports, or if you want to help the humanitarian aid in Rio Yaqui, you can help them with water, clothing, things like that or general community support. It's all here. All of the categories are on the website and you can just click the website and you can donate um, whatever tier. They have different tiers you want to donate. And this is a really good website. It's live now. If you go to our page, you can see the, the website. It's PYTCO hyphen nonprofit. I'll put the link in the, in the episode notes, but it's a really good charitable organization. I hope it really takes off. I'm going to be part of it. So I'm going to be part more um, promoting this charitable organization. Hopefully we'll get some more um, monies and give them out to the deserving needy um, families and people in not only here, but in Sonora, Mexico as well. So I'm looking, I'm really excited to be part of this uh, charitable organization. The Pascuaki Tribe charitable organization or PYTCO and speaking I'm just oh another thing we just completed the um let's see we had over 70 people attend the spiritual walk to the San Javier mission it was the uh, San Javier feast day San Francisco here in the Tucson and we woke up super early I did a couple of pictures on social media Instagram Around 5.30, we left around 6.30 or so. It was like 35 degrees. It was very cold, but we had about 70 people show up to the walk here to... Oh, somebody's coming in the office. Yep, there they come. Come in. Let me open the door. Hang on. I'll be right back. All righty, we're back again. That was my son. I had to take a little break and uh, uh, he wanted to know about some gaming headsets. He's a bit big gamer, PC gamer. So if you want to know everything to, to know about PC gaming, you need to talk to him. Maybe I'll have him a guest on my, on my podcast and uh, I don't know. Is it related to health and wellness? Wellness. It's a good question. Maybe he can just, I don't know, but. He'd be an interesting guest, my son. So, um, going back, let's see, where were we? Oh, the 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 spiritual walk. We did the spiritual walk here on Monday. Was it yesterday morning? I think it was. Today's Tuesday, Giving Tuesday. Speaking of the charitable organization we just mentioned, I'll put the link in the in the comments on the episode. But um, we did the um, walk to San Javier. Like I said, there was about 70 people that participated. Woke up super early in the morning. It was so cold, but we started at the Pascuaki Reservation right there in front of the clinic. Um, one of our, our um, mayores, he did a blessing for us. And we started our walk. And we started around 6.30. I completed around... 7.30, took me an hour, maybe seven, hour and a half. It was a 4.5 
miles. I took it on my uh, app on my phone, Strava. I love that app. Ooh, good morning. We're almost at the mile mark here at the uh, spiritual walk. It's freezing. I think it's at least close to 32. I say it's around 35. It gets pretty cold over here on the reservation. My hands are really cold, especially my fingers. Even though I got gloves, but they're not really good gloves, but it's better than no gloves, I guess. The sun, it's not, it's coming over the horizon, but not yet. It's starting to lighten up. It's that little time between darkness and sunrise. I can see the road. Buses are passing by full of kids going to school. People go to work. There's another school bus. People talking about food, still talking about Thanksgiving. And I'm over here like, uh. <laughs> All right, see if I can snap a few pictures so my, my fingers don't freeze. It was great. I loved it. I took some really good pictures of the um, the walk, the people. I took some audio, really good pictures of the sun coming up over the the uh, mountain range right here on the Tohono Otam Reservation. It was beautiful as we approached San Javier as well. And we completed our walk and we were treated to some food. I believe they had pozole for the people that walked. They did the spiritual walk at the end and maybe some coffee, light refreshments. So it was great. We do that all the time. I also posted on our website, on our news page. So if you want to participate, it's open to everyone. So it was a great turnout. And that later on that night, they had the procession San Javier. They take out the uh, the um, the San Javier um what is it? The uh, I want to say statue. I guess it is a statue. They'll take it out. They do a procession. They'll uh, walk out the uh, the San Javier statue. They'll bring it out of the church. They'll ring the bells. There's a lot of bell ringing. They'll ring the bells, the church bells at the mission. They'll set off a lot of fireworks in the middle of the church. At the uh, rock circle, there's like a rock circle. They'll set a lot of fireworks and they'll set off a bunch of aerial fireworks towards the uh, the Grotto Hill. And it's a lot of beautiful sight. If you've never attended, it's a must-see if you're here in Tucson to see uh, the feast day activities and the procession. They'll bring out the uh, San Javier out the uh, church. And at I believe it starts at 7 p.m. and they'll walk him around the procession. It starts in the church and they'll walk him around the church grounds. They'll make a circular rotation all the way around 
and they'll come back. And all the while, while this is happening, there's fireworks going off. There's firecrackers in the middle. The church bells are ringing. It's it's beautiful. It's it's in the night. It was really cold as well, but it was beautiful. I posted some pictures on our site, and I did a video. Actually, I caught it on on my on my camera. I did one on on my iPhone. I put it on TikTok. I do a little bit of TikTok as well videos. I just started that social media um, site, I guess, and I'm liking it. It's not too bad. A lot of people say it's for the uh, Millennials, the new, new, um, you know, the kids, the tweens, but I like it. You know, I, I, I'm starting to like it. I like it more than Snapchat. I like Instagram a lot. TikTok, I'm, I'm starting to like it. I am. So I'm gonna post some more videos on there. But I recorded a nice video of the procession on my other can, my camera, my Canon, really high quality. But I'm waiting to post that because I'm not sure if I can. I'm allowed, you know, because it's a religious procession. So I'm, I'm waiting a little bit till I post that. But it's a really pretty video that I posted on there. But that was really nice. I love that procession, uh, being a part of it, and that happened um, this Sunday. I took some beautiful pictures. So that's pretty much it. I'm just gonna do a quick twenty. 30 minute episode number 15 update on a couple of things that are going on. Definitely join us on, let's see, December 29th for our year end hike up Tumamak. This is going to be the second annual hike going up Tumamak Hill. And it's happening on December 29th, 2019. And I'm hoping to get some incentives. A couple of surprises. Maybe we'll have a special guest as well on our second annual Tumamak Year End Hike. So I'm going to add some updates as we go. So right now we have, wow, 89 people going. So usually when we plan these type of events, I've planned other events, we only get, you know, a handful. A lot of things happen, you know, and... So out of these 80 plus people that are saying they're going to 10, I wouldn't be happy if we get half of them, 40 or 30. But everyone's welcome to the year and hike up to Momok Hill. And it's open to everyone, but we really want to emphasize health and wellness and taking care of yourself and exercising and getting out there and and get moving, you know. So we really want to encourage indigenous and native people to get out there. We want to to get out there. So we really want Yaki tribal members, Tohono O'odham, all other tribes, Dene, all the other tribes here in Arizona. If you're listening, please come on out to the second annual Tumamak, Tumamak Year End Hike. It's happening on December 29th, 2019. And it's a great way to end the year on a physical, and I put spiritual high. You know, it's 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 a good walk. It's a good hike. It's uh, challenging if you haven't never done it. You know, if you're going to do it for the first time, it is challenging. But um, everyone's welcome. And we will see you out there. And let me see if there's anything else I need to update on here. Let me check out. One more thing. We had a couple of questions. 
come up. I'm just flipping through our, let me check one last thing. I'm just flipping through a couple of pages here and I want to make sure I get all my updates here. We have, I wanted to answer a couple of questions and let's see if I can pull them up really quick if it doesn't take too long. We had a person ask about the tribal flags. You know, what was the meaning of our Yaki, our UMF flag? I will probably post that. You know, I'm just going to make a post on, on our main page about the meaning of the Yaki flag. Actually, it's really interesting. If you look at our Yaki flag, let me see. I don't have one here for our YouTube audience to see, but it has the colors blue, like a light blue, white, and red. And actually goes back to the, um, the Mexican um, conflict and the wars. One of the, um, the armies that was there, the French. So if you look at the French flag and you look at our flag, the Yaki flag. If you look at the flag of France and you look at our flag, you'll see the similarities. And there are reasons for that similarity. And you know what? Maybe I should do a podcast on an episode on that. It's really interesting. But if you look at our, when you get a chance, Google the flag of France and look at our Yaki flag. But that's where we got our inspiration. Some of our inspirations for our flag. It was for the flag of France. And there's a reason behind it. There's a reason for the colors. There's a reason why we adopted or borrowed some of this, the colors of this flag for, from the French. And I'll talk a little bit about it on our next episode. Maybe we'll do a whole um, episode on the Yaki flag and the meanings, the origins of the colors, the meanings of all of the symbols, the stars, the the moon, Malamecha, the uh, the the sun, Itomachai, and the the cross as well, and the stars, Chokim. So maybe we'll talk about that on one episode. So that's pretty interesting, and it's a little bit of it's really good history too, and a little talk about the the origins and the, how it connects to the flag of France. So maybe we'll do that on our next episode. It's really interesting. So. Thank you again. Hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of the week. It's Tuesday, and this was just a quick update. And thank you for listening and subscribing to the podcast. And hopefully this YouTube, this video, I'll post it on YouTube. We'll see how it comes out. But other than that, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Choku Utesia, Vu, everyone, for listening to the podcast and subscribing. So, again, I always end with health is wealth. And make it a great day.